celebrating Mother's Day in some other parts of the world. It's not yet our time in the U.S. I want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. This is the time when we know what mothers are made for. And um, I really greet you. You have your homes full of children and um, it's, it, it's a little challenging looking after them at this time. But God is your strength. My message for today is fear not. Fear not. I want you to say I will not fear. Fear not for God is with us. God is with you. God is with me. Don't fear. And so Father we bless your holy name as we look into your words today. And we have we are opening we are opening our hearts to hear from you to receive a word of encouragement to receive a word of hope to receive a word O god of heaven that will strengthen our confidence and help us to be able to move forward we will not be crippled by fear we will not be crippled by this coronavirus we will stand confident in you O god we will stand confident in our faith in you we will stand confident in the power that you have made available to us because we know that it is going to be well so lord we thank you because by the end of today's service we will be bolder, we will be stronger, we will be full of courage, and we will move forward and bring down every Goliath that is facing us. In Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. So the title of my message to you today is Fear Not, for God is with you. So what is fear? Fear is an, a feeling, fear is an emotion, um, and fear can induce certain behaviors in us. When a person fears, they are fearing because they, they have a, a, a perception of danger. They, it's, it's a threat or a feeling that something is about to happen. So there are some things that trigger fear in us. And um, some of those things are sickness. When we suddenly hear that we are sick, we become fearful. Um, when we have a diagnosis from the doctor, we become fearful. When we are confused, we need to make a decision. We don't know which decision to make. We become fearful. When there's uncertainty, we become fearful. Sometimes, especially now with the media, social, uh, so social media, TV news, all the things that are going on around us that we are hearing and we are seeing, it makes us fearful. There's mass hysteria right now. So, all these things, when they come together, they are triggering fear inside of us. And because for most of us all over the world, we are being told to stay indoors, stay away from people, we are now having a feeling of loneliness. We cannot go out to our places of work. We cannot go out to our churches. We cannot go out to the parties we usually go to. We cannot go out to the social gatherings that we are used to going through. And many of us who have been dependent on this, on this kind of interactions for, for our own self-preoccupation, we are now feeling lonely. And loneliness also excavates fear. Of course, there's also the bigger question that all of us have in our minds. Will I catch the coronavirus? If I fall sick, will I be able to go to hospital? Will I be able to receive medical care? Will I receive medical care on time? All of these things are now beginning to come to the forefront and many of us are fearful. So, why do we fear? Why do we fear? Because fear is, because 
Not being in control is alien to what God wired us to be. God created us to be in charge. God wired us to be in charge. When he created us, he put us in the Garden of Eden. And he said we should have dominion. We should manage. We should supervise this garden. Which, and that as we do it, we will be fruitful. In essence, he, he was saying we will flourish. We will multiply. We will prosper. He told us, call the shots. So anytime we don't know what to do, anytime we don't know how to deal with the situation that confronts us, we lose control. Not being in control is alien to our nature. And that is why we are all fearful. Because suddenly we are confronted with something that is beyond us. We don't know where this came from or now we say we know. We don't know how to deal with this. We are working hard on researching and seeing how we can get a cure. So everybody is fearful. But I want to assure you today, if you are under the sound of my voice, I want to say to you that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God has given us dominion, and we will continue to exercise that dominion. We fear because we, we, we fear because fear is a power thing. Real or perceived negative situations over which we feel we have no control of power. So fear is a lack of control, and that is how, what the devil uses to cripple and immobilize us. When we are afraid, for some of us, we suddenly freeze depending on what the danger is. And fear can be unreasonable. I would, I would um, give you a very simple example. I have a sister. For those of us who grew up in the tropics, uh, you are used to chicken wandering all around. And um, if, you want to have, uh, if you want to cook your chicken, you go out there yourself, you pick it up, you kill it, you do whatever. It's not like here in the Western world where you go, go to the grocery and your chicken is already dressed for you. Um, so I have a younger sister. When we were young, um, if you ask her to, 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 to kill and dress a chicken, she will run. But if she sees a snake, she will run after it and kill it. But if you want to truly scare her, bring her clothes to a chicken and she will freeze. Now, which one is more dangerous, a chicken or a snake? That is what fear does to us. Fear makes us become sometimes unreasonable in our reactions. We fear things that we should not fear. So who is this fear? And I want you to note that I'm using the word who. Fear is a living being. His name is Satan. The devil is a fear monger. He is a confusion steerer. He is a chaos manufacturer. When you see confusion, when you see chaos, when you see panic, when you see fear, only one person can be there. Only one person can be in charge there. His name is the devil. And that is why with all the noise and all the fear and all the panic that is going on all around us, let us remember to be quiet and to be calm before God. Because he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He has given his angels charge over us. Under his wings, under his protection, we take refuge. 
He is our shield, he is our buckler. We do not fear the terror by night, the arrow that flies by day, the pestilence that walks in darkness, the destruction that lays waste at noonday. We are protected. In fact, I want to make bold to say to you that the Lord is our shepherd. We do not want. He makes us to lie down in green pastures. He makes us to rest. We rest in him in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters, still waters of quietness, still waters of peace, still waters of assurance. He restores our soul. He restores our soul. He restores our soul. We are not going to be wasted by any virus. Be at peace. He's with us. He is with us. Who is this fear? I said fear is a living being and his name is the devil. We need to stay in the ark in the ark of safety that is the Lord our God. And when we hide in that ark, like Noah hid in the ark during the time of the flood, with his family, with some animals, everything that was in that ark survived that flood. As many of us as choose to hide in the ark that is Christ Jesus, we will survive. What should we do in a period like this, when there is chaos and panic and sickness and disease and pestilence and plagues, coronavirus walking up and down our streets, what should we do? We must follow the biblical example. In real life, if there is a tornado, you hunker down in a place, in a basement, somewhere where you, know, you, you can be protected. In the days of the Cold War, because people were afraid of nuclear attacks, bunkers were built, shelters were built. When the siren went off, people would run down into those bunkers and hide in them. Some of those bunkers were stocked with food and other things that people will need. I want us to know that today our bunker, our place of safety is the Lord Jesus Christ. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Lord provides us a place of security and he also provides us a luxury resort. It's not only a place of safety but he says that we dwell in green pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. So what should we do? What should we do in a season like this? How do we overcome this feeling of fear? We tell ourselves we don't need to be afraid. Yet we are afraid. We tell ourselves it's not the time to panic. Yet we are panicking. Our children are watching us. They are seeing the anxiety in our face. They are seeing us stressed out. What do we do? How do we overcome this fear? I want you to know that you cannot afford to fear because God is depending on you. 
to be a blessing to other people. How do you avoid this feeling of fear? You must transition from the news, from social media, from what is going on all around you. You must transition into the word of God. Amen. You must fill your mind with the word of God. How do you do that? You can't do Go and find your Bible wherever you have forgotten it. Pick it up. Begin to read your Bible every day. You want to begin to listen to messages such as the message I'm preaching to you now. You want to listen to people who are people of faith. You want to get yourself some good Christian music and play it. You want to infuse yourself with faith. And we will get through this. Amen. We will get through this. And we also have a promise. God says he will bless our water, he will bless our bread, and in essence he will bless the very air we breathe in, because he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth us. The God of heaven will heal us during this season. Amen. Your food is blessed, your water is blessed, the air you breathe in is blessed, it will not bring you sickness and disease. It will not bring you coronavirus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the special grace of God, as we, as we hide ourselves in Jesus Christ, as we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus will inoculate us against every coronavirus in the name of Jesus. The eternal God is our refuge. Underneath are his everlasting arms. I want to say to you, fear not. God is with you. Emmanuel, our God is with us. Fear not, our God is with us. Be encouraged. And use this time to build stronger bonds. What is happening? Family are now coming closer together. We are relying more on each other. This is our time to bond. This is our time to share. This is our time to help. Use this time. We can't go out, but when you peep out of your window, you see your neighbor, wave to them. Make friends with them. Build a community around you. Um, um, I, my heart was gladdened when I heard that in Italy, because they couldn't go out in the evenings, they will open their windows, and all of them will begin to sing. Community singing together. I tell you, we are going to turn the tables on the devil in this coronavirus epidemic. We are going to come together. Families will be healed. Neighborhoods will be healed. Communities will be healed because the eternal God is our refuge. Underneath are the everlasting arms and the God who puts us in families will use this time to bring us together and heal our homes and families. Fear not. God is with us. And as much as possible from our end here in Living Spring, we will try and build that community. Join us online. We will have programs. We will have things that we will stream out to you. We will begin to send you notifications of when we want to do stuff. Because for the next few weeks, we are probably all going to be hunkered down. But God himself will keep us. And we will be here to reach out to you. The eternal God is our refuge. And underneath are his everlasting arms. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Are you there this morning? You are scared. You are worried. You are concerned. You may even be in hospital. 
You may even be feeling the symptoms and you are feeling, what is going on with me? Have I caught this virus? You may even have already received a positive uh, test result for coronavirus. You may have a loved one that has coronavirus. I want to pray with you right now. I want to pray with you right now. The love of Christ Jesus will reach out and touch you where you are. The healing power of the Almighty God will reach out and touch you where you are. But remember that passage says, He who dwells in the secret place, you must live in that secret place, in that place of hiding of God. You must abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And the way to get into that place of hiding is through Christ Jesus. It says, Whoever is in Christ Jesus, says, I'm knocking on the door. If you open the door, he says, I will come in and dwell with you. The Lord Jesus is inviting you right now. Wherever you are, you want to come under that protection. You want to come into that family because it is a family. You want to come into that secret place in the house of God. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. You want to talk to the Lord right now? First, you must confess your sins because you cannot live in the same house with God and have sin in your life. You have to get rid of that sin, but he's here to get rid of that sin for you. He says if, 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 you, if you will confess your sins, he says he will be faithful and just, he will forgive you all your sins. Whosoever will come to him, he says he will forgive your sins. So I want to give you that opportunity right now. Wherever you are, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, I want to pray with you. I want you to say along with me, Lord Jesus, I want to give my life to you. I know I'm a sinner. I know that you cannot live in the same house with sin. But I know that you, 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 you promised that you will forgive my sin. And so, Lord, I come to you this day. I ask that you will forgive my sin that you will wash away my sins, that I invite you, Lord Jesus, into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior from this moment and that you will give me the power to live above sin. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, I want you to know that the Lord Jesus has accepted you and that by his grace, your sins are washed away. You cannot dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. I want you to let us know so that we can share some material with you. We can pray with you further. We can send you some things that will help you to grow in your new walk with God because now you are like a little baby in the hands of God and you need to grow. So please, you can look on, online and see uh, how you can contact us. You can email us at office at rccglivingspring.org and we will be there to follow up with you. Now I want to pray for all those who may be sick, all those who have a member of the family who is sick. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, I pray that you will reach out and you will touch all the sick under the sound of my voice. Anyone out there who is anxious, who is afraid, Lord, I pray that you will reach out and you will touch them and you will heal them right now. In the name of Jesus. All those who are afraid, Lord, I, I ask, I rebuke that spirit of fear. That evil being, that fear, I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, I decree the peace of God upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, I ask that 
you will touch every one of us. You will bring peace in our hearts, peace in our lives, peace in our homes, peace in our bodies, peace in our communities. In the name of Jesus. Lord, please let your healing hand be on everyone. In Jesus' name I have prayed. We want to pray. We want to pray for our nations. We want to pray for our communities. Uh, because this, this is a plague and we know where it is coming from. And God says that he was looking for somebody to stand in the gap. So we are going to rise up on our feet wherever we are. Families together, please stand up. We want to stand with God. We want to stand in the gap. So that this plague will, will, will not destroy our nations, will not destroy our communities, will not destroy our families. God is depending on us. We are his essential service providers. And I want, to, I want us to stand in that position as his essential service providers in the place of authority and of power because we have been given that power. And we want to say stop to that plague. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We want to say to the devil, enough is enough. We want to command that plague to stop in Jesus' name. We are, we are asking God for mercy. We are asking God for his compassion. Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us because plagues come because of sin. When we sin against God, we, tell, we are saying to God, hands up our business. Hands up our, our business. We don't need your protection. So when we sin... The devil is able to come in and do what he is doing right now. But when we repent of our sins, God says that if my people who are called by my name will, will, will repent of their sins, will confess their sins, will turn from their wicked ways, he says I will hear from heaven. So we who have told God, hands off our business, we have technology, we have science, we have money, we can do what we like, we can do what we want. We are going to say to the Lord now, Lord, we need your protection. We need your protection. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Let's ask God for mercy at this point. As, as his children, let's stand in the gap. God is saying, I'm looking for you, my children, to stand in the gap. If you stand in the gap, I will be able to step in. Give me the permission to step in. God has given us free will. And the free will he gave us, we have used it to sin against him. But in our own free will now, we can now invite him back into our business. He's waiting for our invitation. If we invite him back into our nation, back into our families, back into our communities, God will be able to come, but he's not a trespasser. So we have to invite him in. Lord, we invite you in. We ask for your mercy. Father, please come back to our nations. Come back to our communities. Come back to our families. We confess our sins. We repent of our sins. Lord, we are asking you to come back and help us, oh God. Come back, Father Lord. We invite you back. Come and take control. We do not want to be under the servitude of the devil anymore. The devil is a wicked taskmaster. Father, Lord, have mercy on us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now we want to ask, Lord, please, let, the, let your power begin to sweep through the nations of the world. We lift up Italy. We lift up, uh, we lift up Brazil. We lift up England. We lift up uh, Germany. We lift up America. We lift up Nigeria. We lift up uh, Trinidad. We lift up all the nations of the world to you. Lord, please have mercy. Have mercy. We lift up China, oh God. We lift up South Korea. Father, Lord, mercy, mercy, mercy. 
seeing. Lord, let your power will begin to sweep through. Your healing power begin to sweep through. Lord, bring your healing. We stop coronavirus in the name of Jesus. We push back coronavirus in the name of Jesus. We push it back to where it came from in the name of Jesus. We disallow it in our nations. We disallow it in our communities. We disallow it in our nations in Jesus' name. Lord, bring a solution for us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want to thank God for all our essential service providers, all our doctors, all our nurses, all our policemen, all our, our first responders, all, all the people who are in the forefront of this. Let's pray for them that God will be with them, God will keep them, God will reward them. We pray for them, Father Lord. Keep them, protect them during the season, oh God. Father, bring healing to those of them who have already been affected. Father Lord, just visit all of them. We ask your blessing upon every single one of them. And we ask Lord God that you will keep them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Once more I want to say to us be encouraged. Do not fear. Do not fear. God gave us control in the garden of Eden. And when we repent of our sins, when we leave, when we leave sin alone, when we turn back to God and surrender our life to Jesus, control is restored back to us. And we can stand and say to the devil enough is enough. So throughout this week, I want you to continually say to him, those of you who have Jesus, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And I can assure you that God will back us up and begin to sweep through the nations of the world and bring healing to all of us in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you. It is well with you. We are praying for you every day. Please keep in touch. If there's anyone you know who has a need, let the church know and our our, our benevolence department will reach out to them. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. It is well with you. Let's share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely God's goodness and mercy will follow each of you all the remaining days of your life and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. God bless you and keep safe. The Word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.